Serenissima New York. Your exotic skin, hair, and beauty source, and your one-stop shop for all your natural and organic skin and hair care. Featuring authentic organic Moroccan oil and prickly pear seed oil and much more. Bringing you only the best, straight from the source and proudly produced in the USA. So what are you waiting for? Shop today. Arganissima, New York. Your beauty is our duty. Folks, welcome back to the iHealth channel, iHealth Radio. Where do you host Hurricane H? New day, new show, new topic. Um, you know, today we're going to talk about our soul. We're going to talk about our well-being uh, with a, uh, an in, 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 you know, a, a very, very unique person who actually uh, does special things, travel around the world and help people. Um, and uh, she's, she's a lot of things. She's a coach. She's a psychologist. She's a... Uh, you know, many things, world traveler, <laughs> you know, and um, we're going to discuss a little bit how to be better uh, in general. I mean, and I think, I think uh, one of the things that we all strive as humans is how can we do better and be better? And nothing is more important than this, the self. So, so without further ado, I have Dr. Daphne Earhart and um, you know, I am so happy to have you doctor. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm so glad to be here, Hurricane H. I thank you for having me. This is great. Oh, not my pleasure. And uh, I know we planned it. Now we're here. Well, first yeah. things first, doctor. Um, like I, we were having a discussion, our mission is to really enlighten people and uh, bring something to them to help them. Uh, and I know your work, you do help people. I mean, as a psychologist, there's a lot of that. And, um, you know, in your at least what I know of you, you've been around the world, you see in a lot of different cultures, you see a lot of people and you understand people. And, uh, you know, we, today we want to talk about that. I know you also uh, have this concept of uh, uh, soul, spa soul, right? Or soul, yes. soul spa? Soul spa. Soul, soul spa. spa. Soul spa. <laughs> so we'll talk about that. I mean, I, I just love, I mean, just two things. The soul is you and the spa is, you know, when we think spa, we think beautiful, we think fun, we yeah. think relaxation we think the best place you know place you can be i mean i guarantee people are listening if i give you like you know hey let's go to a spa right now everybody's going to be thumbs up let's do this so but but there is more to this right so so as i said uh first things first let's talk about doctor your background okay uh i go by dr daphne or just daphne i'm a psychologist i'm a psych um a doctor of psychology and i'm also uh, an employee wellness facilitator and my program is called soul spa which i'll tell you a little bit more about later i'm also a lot of things i'm a master practitioner of neurolinguistic programming i also am a world traveler and i call myself a lover of animals people travel and right now i happen to be in nairobi kenya and i am Let's see, about exactly one year ago now, I decided to live, be a world citizen and travel the world for at least a year. And I've been to 23 countries in the last year, 53 in my life. And I just love, I love traveling. Yes, I love traveling. I love nature. I love meeting new people, new cultures. I love animals. And I, and there's a lot of overlap 
that I've created in my own life with mental health and travel and um, what do you call it? Just taking self-care and taking care of my, my soul and also how travel helps my brain and neuroplasticity. There's so much overlap. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, first of all, thank you, Doc. Uh, well, impressive. First things first. I mean, you are a doctor uh, and uh, you help people. That's one. And but, but one thing that you have an edge on is the fact that not everybody and not every doctor has probably hit 50 plus, you know, uh, countries around the, the globe. Uh, and again, there may be many that do because I do know a few doctors that love to travel as well. But but I know doctors typically are busy. And uh, but but I love something that you stated is that you want to be a world citizen and and discover different parts of the world. And a lot of us, whatever we are in the world today and listening to the show, we are practically in that country or whatever town. Maybe we move around the country, move about the country, but that's about some people have a chance to leave the countries and discover other places. And uh, some may not. I mean, I, I can tell you there are parts of the world where if you don't have a visa, you can't go anywhere. Uh, yeah. You know, to some part, parts of the world, if you, you can't even get a passport. So it is tough. And so one of the blessings I think that we have is the ability to actually go a lot of places and just, you know, have free access. And But it, even with that, there are requirements to that. I mean, there are needs, means, you need to have financials, you need to have some stuff, not necessarily. Uh, and I know people that want to travel, they make it happen. They do different things around their trip to make sure that they have always some sort of financial you know, aspect that helps them going through. But the idea of discovery of the world and uh, hitting, uh, I mean, in one year, that's impressive. That's a lot of countries in, 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 in a very, uh, you know, a year is not a long time. And, uh, you know, if you want to really discover and enjoy every destination, you do want to spend some time, right? And uh, what I think the beauty of it, and I do, I can relate to it because I travel myself and I enjoy traveling. Now, I don't know if I did 50 countries, but I think I'm, I'm close. Yeah, I'm getting there. <laughs> I'm getting there. I think if I add them up, it's I think the it quality adds up. that matters, like you say, it's it, sometimes it's really nice just to stay in one place for a while. I've been here for a month. And some places I, I didn't even plan to go to, and I went to by accident on the way. So it's not really the numbers, even though it, you know, I did experience a lot of cultural cultures during this time, which has been nice. But yeah, you're right. I feel so grateful that I've been able to experience the world. And um, I'm, I'm very happy about it. I'm 46 years old. I never, I thought that I would not be able to do this because I had a, a job that was face-to-face -face for so long. And then during COVID, everything switched. So I actually used that as a springboard. And then I also decided to move away from one-on-one. -on -one and, and I work with groups now with employees so and doing group uh, retreats and stuff with Soul Spa. So uh, yeah, I think it's a very, I, I feel very grateful and lucky to be able to be a world traveler. And I found that it's, I've created this life slowly, but surely it didn't, didn't happen overnight. And I'm very grateful for it. Well, well, so doctor, let's talk about a few things you just stated there. I mean, first of all, being grateful, and that's a big thing, right? I mean, we ought to ourselves to be grateful for things we have. And I think everybody has something in their life. We Sometimes we don't see what we have until it's gone, until, you know, we are somewhere else or something's missing. And, wow, I had all this and I never realized that. We have health. You know, everybody, well, 
again, I won't say everybody. There are people, unfortunately, that may have diseases or sicknesses from the day they're born. But overall, you know, if you have health, you should be grateful. If you have family, you should be grateful. If you have anything in your life that you have, you know, it's something that to to be so grateful for. It's little as it is or big, it doesn't matter. Sometimes we're just greedy and we want everything, which is okay. You know, if you can, why not? But, but you know, sometimes the little things, you know, being safe can be, uh, you know, uh, something to be grateful for. Oh. It's a huge thing. Very huge. Yes. Little and, things. And, yeah. Little things. And, and, and. Now, you, you're blessed in the idea that you were able to, to travel, but, you know, someone can listen like, well, lucky you, you're a doctor, you were able to do this, but you said it, it doesn't happen overnight. You had to put the time, you had to build up to it. You mentioned the age, you know, and, you know, uh, it is taboo to, to mention age with we, we ladies, but, but just, you, you started there, <laughs> so I'm not going to challenge it. So you said 46, it's a very, it's a midlife, you know, it's a beautiful, you know, age, you're doing a lot of stuff. And actually... It is, you know, I mean, we refer to midlife crisis <laughs> in, in general, as, as a general term. Uh, but really in the 40s, that's when we kind of like, we want to catch on and do different things. And it's a good time because at that time you would have already established yourself as a career. You had some financial backing and now it's time to to do this, you know, discover your own self and, and do different things for you. And we see that pattern across male and female. People do this. They get to between the 40s. They want to get a new car. They want to get something new. They want to have a new life, if you want to call it that way, and they enjoy themselves. And it is because the minute we are born, we are running. I mean, literally, you're programmed. You get up, you know, do this, you got to school. You have to, your next school is high school, blah, blah, blah. Then college, and then college, you got to get a job. And, 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 and so you're just running, running after that formula that's already pre-established, but you don't find yourself until you you realize like, and, and even our maturity level is not there yet until you get to that midlife. I mean, some people are more mature than others early on, but typically you're not fully aware until you're in that group, you know, in terms of mindset. And then, then you start doing things and you said it. And again, the reason I'm, I'm highlighting this point is that people sometimes want things easy or, or you know, quick gratification. I want things today. I want things yesterday. By the way, there's nothing wrong with that. We all want things to happen, but it takes time to get to things. You're not, you're able to do this now after a long journey and, but you know what you're doing and how and, and where you are today and you're making it as a conscious decision. Correct. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I think I had a quarter life crisis when I was in my mid twenties, um, another, another, like a couple times in my thirties. But I think, I think it served me well to always be questioning, am I doing what I really want to be? Do? This is my life. I'm 25. I'm 35. I'm 40, whatever it is. Am I living where, what I, where I want to be? I remember in, when I was 36, I decided to sell my house and move to the ocean because I always wanted to live to the ocean. I was asking myself, hey, are you living the life you want to live? And that's actually one of my, uh, one of the things I do in Soul Spa about visualization. Are you living your daydream? What is your ideal life? What is your daydream of an ideal life? And then why aren't we living it? Is, is what, what would be the next step to live it? Of course, it's not gonna, it might not happen overnight. It could, it might not. Um, people, but also to be really aware of what are the internal rules that I'm thinking needs to happen in order to live this life that it might not necessarily be true. For example, for example, I am uh, traveling the world 
A lot of people put that on a pedestal. They think, oh, you need to have a lot of money to do that, or you need to do this or this to do that. Actually, it is a lot cheaper to be traveling the world than to be living in the United States for me right now. I mean, we don't need to go into that little detail, but just to be questioning, hey, what am I doing inside of myself that is keeping me, that might be keeping me small or, or living a life, like what is my ideal life and what would be the next right step? So gratefulness, one thing that you had pointed out earlier, um, living in a gratitude, living in gratitude and being very conscious of emotional states. Um, there are studies that show that how we, when we wake up first thing in the morning, our emotions and our mental status, which is our thoughts and emotions, how, the, how our thoughts and emotions are when we first wake up in the morning and then right before we fall asleep are extremely powerful. And they actually uh, are correlated with telomeres in our brain, which are associated with longevity and neuroplasticity. So that means that just that small amount of time when you first wake up in the morning, that small amount right before you go to sleep, can, can actually help you live longer and can help your brain work better. I mean, it can do so much. So why aren't we taking advantage of that? So one of the things I do to help people take advantage of this special time is I create affirmations. So instead of having to think, oh my goodness, how do I have a positive mindset now? It just, you know, press play on a meditation for five minutes and have the, those affirmations spoken to you can be very helpful. You can find that on my website, but one, but two of them I can share with you right now. One of them is one of my favorites that has been so recently is I take the next right step. So sometimes life can be overwhelming and it can feel like, how do I solve this whole entire problem or meet this great goal right now? And everyone is prone to that. I'm prone to that. I get overwhelmed with my big goals. And I'm like, oh my goodness, what am I doing? I have this huge goal. I, w I wish I had it completed yesterday. Like what you said <laughs> earlier, why can't, why can't I be more patient with myself? But you know what? I remind myself, Daphne, just take the next right step. What is the next right step? What is that next step for you? It can be as small as drinking water to get in the right um, to feel more healthy and get in the right mindset. It can be as uh, simple as um, just a positive thought towards yourself when you're feeling negative or whatever it is. Another one that I like a lot is another affirmation I use a lot is everything is already working out in my favor, whether I realize it or not. And I know that can be a leap sometimes when it seems like everything's going wrong, but we don't know exactly what's going wrong and what's going right. Sometimes today I had an appointment. It was a facial appointment. Okay. <laughs> and the person did not show when they should have. And I had to leave because I wanted to be at my podcast interview on time. So I didn't get to have that. And I was disappointed and I was a little frustrated. Like, why doesn't somebody meet their appointment time? I can't wait forever. But you know what? It might've been protecting me from something. I never know. I could have gotten sick. Maybe they were ill. I could have gotten sick. 
Um, maybe I needed that extra time to be in the right mindset. Who knows? But, you know, I, I really do believe that things do work out. And sometimes it only takes, sometimes it takes believing that it's working out to make it work out. I don't know if that makes any sense. <laughs> well, it does. And by the way, you're literally speaking my language. So, so first things okay. first, I, I, I hear you, I understand you and I, I, I'll, I literally use the same concept in my life because I do believe in that. I'm not just saying it on this show. I actually have said it many times and I, I apply these things. Uh, it is powerful what you talked about. It It is literally um, talked about longevity, talked about all these, uh, uh, you know, triggers that we have. And the mind is capable of great things. I mean, it's we don't even understand the mind well enough, right? And And, and the power of positivity and the mindset can't change everything about how you go about life. Uh, you've given some examples and I, I'll, I'll, I'll get deeper in there, but you, you said something about a simple thing, like the next better step or easy step or the step, the, just one step. And you know, but by the way, we all know this concept, right? It's baby steps, right? One step at a time. We hear these things all the time, but we don't apply them appropriately over time. Most of us, we know this, we say them, but do we really take that? I mean, what does it take to get to the the next? I mean, the mile begins with one step, <laughs> you know, you know, so one inch, you know. And so the idea is it's important to set your, I guess, barometer, if you want to call it, or or whatever meter that you have, you know, to get you going. And that will apply and help you. You talked about before you go to sleep and when you wake up. Great moments. I mean, you want to go to sleep, grateful for the day you had. I mean, you had a great day, no matter what it is, good and bad. Some people didn't have a day. You know, some people had a awful day worse than you, even if it's sometimes we think we have the worst time, but always think yeah. about not the ones that are having a better time. I think how many people may have had worse than you. So, and then you're like, oh, well, I, you know, it's not so bad after all. <laughs> so you adjust to those, those decisions. That's actually the, the, the way you look at your mindset. It's like the positivity concept versus negativity. It's like cup half full versus cup half empty. You look at it that way and you always see the positive you will act positive. And then uh, in the morning, you said it, you wake up, your mind is going to absorb whatever you say. Oh, what a day. Forget about it. You just squished everything. But if you say like, oh my God, you know, I, I feel great. It's a great day today. I'm going to be successful. Something good is going to happen today. And you're going to believe in that. Now, it may or may not happen. It doesn't matter. But your mind now is psychiating nicely and it's really pumped and, and you're ready. You're refreshed. Um, you, you, you know, you said something about affirmations, you know, People yes. miss that. You know, it's like, like sometimes I, I do believe like, it's not hard to say like, I am feeling good. I, I think I'm great at what I do. It's not, it's even if it's, you know, false or you're not believing it in, in the first place, just keep saying it. And you're going to start saying is believing, you know, stay it enough. You're probably going to start believing in yourself more. It's self-confidence. It's that like, you know, I got this, you know, I, I think today is going to be the day. And you said something also more powerful is that, Things happen for a reason. You never know. We plan, but there are there are pre-planned things for us. And and the idea is that only everything happens. I, I do state this in my family and in my circles. Everything happens for a reason and everything works out at the end. I don't I, I've lived with this concept and it has served me well. And it, even to your point, when the worst things are going, you know, but then I'm like, what what could be the outcome of this? Like what can come out of this positive? And when I start thinking, you know, like, wow. And I actually did this exercise a couple of times in the last couple of weeks where I said to people, just look at your past and see all the events that happen. And you're going to start like visualizing to your point, visualization, like 
wow, if these things didn't happen and, you know, like if I had done one move here, this wouldn't have happened, but I did this and then the results were that. And I didn't even plan for those things and they happened. You said it, you went to get a facial, didn't work out, but you don't know what that could have happened. You moved. Uh, people, sometimes they have an emergency. We've heard about these things. An emergency, they don't make it and then they hear about a catastrophe, an accident on the road or something. Yeah. And you didn't make it. Luckily, you were, something stopped you. You don't know what's good, what's good for us, but you got to believe. Yes. And I know it, it might sound a little silly that I was so upset with about a facial, but you know what? That's true. Like you never really know. So how can I be really upset when I'm, I, maybe it protected me of something and maybe I can get a better one another day. Who knows? Maybe yeah, I didn't need deal. it. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. Um, but, 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 but doctor, it's, it's your positivity that's making that. You see, you're not upset about it. You know, you. Uh, yes. And that helps to, 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 re, to have reminded myself because I had a five or 10 minutes there when I was like, oh, man, I just, I just sat here for 30 minutes and I could have been doing blah, blah, blah. You know, I, there's a reason I can just let it go. Maybe I need to just learn how to let things go. Maybe this is a test for me. And, Oh, you know what? There's a very interesting psychological principle where when people um, are presented with a challenge or something negative, uh, but then another group is presented with the same exact challenge or something negative, but they're told, hey, this is a test. The ones that are told and go with the mindset, oh, I'm going to pass this test. It's a challenge to myself. They do a lot better. And actually, they can turn it into something good usually. So rem remember that when for our listeners and for us, for me, I should be speaking to myself, you know, I, re I remind myself that, you know, it's all a mindset. Um, of course, there are devastating things in life, in the world, some things that are, are not fair, or I don't think any human should go through. But for the most part, we have things that are, the things I, I go through are things I should be grateful for complaining about, you know, and what can I learn in this situation? There's something to learn. And I, I, I look for that to, to find it. I do, I do my best to find it. Sometimes I'm learning patience or just to make the most out of something when it didn't go my way um, or how to be stronger in some way. But um, yeah, I think that's. Well, well you know, it, it's amazing. You're, you're touching on a lot of great things for people watching and listening right now the idea just is i love what he said you know i'm i'm saying to myself sometimes we give advice but we we can take that advice as well you know it's not just to give out it's also when I, like again i always say this you know i do this work and i'm the first client <laughs> i absorb all this myself first before i mean I, it, as as it's shared live but but i'm getting this 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 feed you know of good frequency and good vibes and it keeps me motivated and every day you know, I question things, but then I always try to find what's the, what's in it for me. There's, there's definitely something there and you yeah. have to, you have to remind yourself that things are happening and you're right. Sometimes you have no control of things. And that's the other thing. If I have no control over things and they happen already, there's nothing I could have done. They happened the way that was supposed to happen in the right time that it happened. And there's nothing you could have done. Now, understand that rule like you, you can't dwell like oh my god why did it happen why people drive they beat themselves out and then they just like have this this demeanor about themselves and then it shuts them down no it happened what's my lesson let's move on it is a lesson that means you actually positively learned something you know as opposed to looking at like it, it was a bad day like what did i learn from this day 
and now I can do better next time. And so it is, it is again, you affirm to yourself, it's affirmation, it's the mental state, it's like you have to have that mindset, like things are happening for a reason. Uh, and and we live in a universe we don't even understand well enough. Spiritually, religiously, many of us question, we have religions, we have debates, we have this, we have that, we have science, but we still are not clear about how this whole operates. We have ideologies or ideas of how it is based on observation over centuries, whatever, and or textbooks. But at the end of the day, it is still uh, we we have very little knowledge of this universe and the functionality. We understand some some of the stuff. And yet, because of that, you know, we try to have our own opinions about different things. We learn. But at the end of the day, there are things that are standard across the board. You are, you know, in Africa. I'm in the States. People are watching right now from all over the world. And one thing in common is that whatever is happening right now, it is happening. And maybe there's nothing you can do about it, you and I. It is happening because it is happening. And it will not change. Now, our actions may change some other things. But but once it happens, you know, because here's the thing. Sometimes we plan to do a lot of things. None of them work out. <laughs> yes. They don't. Yes, I know. Oh, you're saying so many things. I had to take a little bit of notes just so I don't forget some things that are so important. <laughs> but <laughs> one of the things that you just said was that you started out with was uh, you don't you don't do it. You don't tell anyone anything until you've done it yourself. Which is that's that's the exact thing I do too. Like I in my soul spa, I'm not telling people, "Hey, have a good life by doing this and this and this" without practicing it first. And the hardest thing I think is to do it yourself first with no one watching, with nobody to cheer you on. You just learn it, how to do it from the bottom up, inside out. That's what I've been doing. I've created this life. It hasn't happened. It didn't happen. It wasn't just given to me, you know. Um, and I learned how to conceptualize what I want and then make it happen in, in real life and deal with difficult situations emotionally um, in every way. And in, in this, and travel is great. Travel is great because it's, it's so challenging all the time. I mean, in, in great, in, in great ways, it, it challenges me to think differently. It challenges me to be present in the moment. I mean, even, even the outlets are, are different right before this happened when, uh, my charger, the charger that, um, plugs into the wall, fell apart. So I had to go borrow a charger just to make sure I have enough battery for this podcast. But, you know, the different types of, of how you turn on the light, what side of the road people are driving on, just even small little things like what, what is expected culturally to say when you enter a store or something. I don't know. All these little tiny little things. It's great because it, forces me not to go on autopilot. It forces me to be present in the moment, to um, conscious, to live consciously, which is fundamental in meditation, actually, because meditation is being aware, aware. It's about awareness. It's being aware of my thoughts, my feelings, and choosing consciously, oh, this thought came across that if I dwell on that thought, it's going to make me feel angry or if I dwell on this next thought that also came across oh it's going to make me feel grateful 
or happy or feel like, oh, I have a purpose in life. This is my purpose. So by the way, the first, the two things they found that if you concentrate in the morning are uh, gratefulness is one of them, but the other thing is purpose. So mm-hmm. if you wake up and you're like, I, my purpose is this, my purpose is to spread uh, positivity and education through my podcast, for example, I'm, I have a purpose today. Like that is something positive that you're working towards. And that also, you know, does the same thing. So anyway, um, so travel is forces me to be in the moment and have awareness. And it's almost like a living meditation um, every day. And well, another thing, yeah. No, no, go ahead. Another thing you mentioned that I took notes on really quick when you were, I, did, I was like, I do not want to forget this is uh, you mentioned things. There are things we can control and there are things we can't control. And that is super important to me too, because especially it just seems like um, we're bombarded with things from the, what's going on in the world. And there are things that feel so can feel so scary and out of control. And we want to make the world a better place. I, you know, your podcast, what I do, we both want to make the world a better place. I'm sure the listeners do too. The ones that are attracted to a podcast like this want to make the world a better place. What can we control? What can we actually do? Well, we can't, we might not be, we can control some things. Um, there are, there's a lot we can control, but maybe not the whole entire world, <laughs> but you know, I can control, but what I found that motivates people towards goals. So for example, let's say I have a goal in two years, I want to do this. I want to have this kind of life picture it. Like if you're listening picture, okay. Is it okay if I do a quick uh, exercise? I don't know. No, this no, came. please. This is your platform. <laughs> I'm enjoying. I'm actually, I used a picture. I was already closing my eyes trying to get an image. <laughs> awesome. Okay. So yes, take a moment, picture it, close your eyes if you want to take a breath in and then exhale. Let the exhale be longer than your inhale. The exhale is what calms your body and helps you get into the state of meditation. So exhale and then take some moments and visualize what would your ideal life be if in two years you woke up and everything was different? Your dreams somehow came true. All of a sudden, your daydream, your fantasy of a life became reality. What would that be? How would you know things were different when you first opened your eyes? What would be the first thing you noticed? What, where would you be living? Who would be in your day-to-day life? What would you do first thing in the morning? And most importantly, how would you be feeling? And you can open your eyes now if you were doing this exercise. So have that picture. And then ask yourself, if this were my life today, if, if it's my life today, how am I feeling? What are the emotions that it's giving me? What is the purpose of having this? What will it give me? What will it give my loved ones? What am I feeling? And usually what 
everyone finds is the reason we want these things, the reason we have these goals and purpose is because we want a certain feeling. It might be that we want the world to be a better place because that helps us feel peace or joy or unconditional love or um, secure or bliss, you know, any, it's usually a positive feeling we want, which is good. So, you know, there is a little bit of a shortcut and um, the shortcut is to focus on having those feelings now. So it's kind of like a muscle though, because sometimes it's hard to have that feeling when you feel lack or fear or uncertainty, but it is possible to start exercising. Hey, I'm going to take these five minutes in the morning and feel good. Just feel good. Put all the things that I'm worrying about on a list for later. <laughs> and I'm going to feel good. And I'm going to feel these feelings and just focus on these affirmations, these purposes for my day. And, you know, when we start to feel good from the inside out, it changes us. It changes whoever we interact with that day, our loved ones, whoever is closest to us. And then those people start changing and, and changing their environment. So it is us changing the world. It is making the world a better place. So we do have some control. We have control over ourselves. And then that in turn creates the world around us and makes the world better. <laughs> wow. <laughs> First of all, thank you for, for the exercise. Cause I, 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 I was following with you and um, I, I can relate to that. And I know that if everybody practices this, 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 I guess, small, it was literally a minute or two worth, you know, that we can all do on a daily basis and just keep that image, keep that vision, keep that mission in place. And believe it or not, it's not far-fetched. I mean, you put anything in your mind, you're going to start, things are going to manifest that will drive you towards whatever that dream and goal to happen. You know, it, it, there's no doubt it happens. It is real. You know, the more you are visualizing your stuff, the more things are going to be put in place somehow on your way. And, you know, even time timeline, you know, may move up. If you, you set up two years, maybe it's it's sooner. You never know. The more you put in, the more you're going to get. It is so powerful that you your mind is going to exercise this. And then, then you're going to find yourself doing things in, in a way that is unique, different, and better than ever. And the yeah. rest, the next thing you know, you're gonna find yourself with the right entourage. We're gonna you're gonna find yourself in situations that almost gonna add up to your vision and mission. It's gonna change things, Doctor. You mentioned powerful things about awareness, being aware. I mean, that's huge. I mean, that's that's you mentioned something that believe that you have to believe. I mean, that that's also another thing. If you don't believe in yourself, if you don't believe that things are gonna happen, you don't believe that you know you can manifest things and you can get things done. Well, who else is going to do it for you, right? It starts with you, right? It's like you said, it's all about here. Then when you do good here, everything else is going to fall in place. You're going to be a good, you know, Samaritan or, 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 or someone that's going to bring good contribution to the world. You said it, you and I are doing this work. We want the world to be a better place. And people are watching this are probably attracted to the same discussion, the same topic or the same, at least mission. And they will also in, 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 in turn, turn this and, and share with other people and so on and so forth. And we're doing that. And so, and it, it keeps us motivated. As a matter of fact, the more I talk about this, the more shows I do, the more I want to do more and the more I want to do, you know, a little better for myself and for others. And it just keeps me pumped. Uh, you talked about, you know, the example of the the plug, right? Uh, adaptability. 
you know, some, you know, that's the thing. Like you said, travel teaches you a lot of different ways because you actually are constantly moving. Not everything is the same. I mean, we, we are so accustomed to our certain frame that we actually been born and, and, and surrounded with throughout our career or our lives. And let's say in the States, we have a certain way of living. Now, as soon as you move out to other places, they have different things. Uh, you know, their switches are different. Like to your point, how the drive is different. Signs are different. You know, food is different. Cultures are different. You know, dress code is different. You know, uh, all these things. And you have, like, you got to adjust. You got to adapt. It's not the same. And and so, you know, if you're only in one frame, you're not going to be able to always see it the other way. But as you travel, you're more adaptable. You're more flexible. You actually understand things. And and you can literally fit all over. You're malleable. That means you're not going to break. You know, if you yeah. are rigid and you only know one way, well, that's tunnel vision and that's all you know. Now, I'm not saying that's wrong. And of course, not everybody has the ability to do that. Now, today with, with what we have, Zoom and, and, and TV and all over the world, you're, you're, you can see the world for what it is, but experience it in person is different. And, and all the stuff that you're talking about is, is really shifting how you would become as a person. I love the idea of the exercise that if you visualize things and, you know, do it hard enough, you will get in there. You will make it happen. Um, another thing that it's funny, you said it is cheaper to, <laughs> to probably travel than live. Uh, you know, I would not disagree with you. I mean, it costs a lot of money to have a home and this and that. I actually met people who, who, who have done that, you know, sold everything and they just travel the world and it's actually cheaper on a month to month basis than what they would have done. Now people question, well, you need to generate income. Some people do work when they're actually on, on these trips and make things happen oh, yeah. and generate enough revenue. There's so many things people do teaching, tutoring, whatever, uh, you know, maybe, um, workshops, whatever, and they get going and uh, it makes a difference. Yeah. But the idea is if it's for you, you're going to find a way. If there is a will, there's a way. Yes. Yeah, that's true. That's so true. <laughs> so, so yeah. doctor, let's talk about soul spa. Okay. <laughs> we, we can, we've kind of, we are touching on it, but, but, but for the employees, right? Yes. So yeah, that was that was so, a, one thing that attracted me in the first discussion you and I had. It was like that's a different angle. I mean, we everybody's an employee somewhere. Even when you work for yourself, you're an employee. So so it is the most stressful world that we live in, and work is part of that. And we get all hype about it. So let's talk about that. Yes, yeah, we live in a very stressful world, and um, you know, a lot of employees are quitting because they're not happy at work they're, they they realize that their life is more valuable than um the 40 hours in, during their week that they're working if they're not happy they realize that's a chunk that is their life that is the chunk of our waking life is our work so it's very very important to feel on purpose at work and to feel good so a lot of employees now um, employers nowadays want their have started to value that for their employees. They want their employees to feel good and to feel like they're doing it on purpose and contributing to what the company goal is, but that that is making the world a better place and that it's contributing to their life goals as well. So some of them have opted to gift them like for example one hour a week of meditation learning how to manage stress better learning to have healthy relationships so that you know if you're happy and you're feeling good and you're not overwhelmed your productivity is higher 
you're you're going to work in a good mood, you do a good job, the whole company prospers from that. Mm-hmm. You know, one one hour of making sure the employees are okay, so that the rest of the 39 hours, they're doing a great job is worth it, you know, for the for the company. So it's good for everybody to be in the right mindset during the week, you know, whether we're working for somebody else or whether we're um, working for ourselves. So that's the gist of the employee wellness program of Soul Spa. So I have Soul Spa for employee wellness. And then I have also retreats for people that want to do it in outside of their uh, place of work. Wow. Well, so, so let's, let's, let's break that down quickly. A couple of things. One, um, yeah, we live in a stressful world and every single event that is occurring around us is contributing to more stress and obviously stress affects your cells. And that's why we have disease and we have other things. Right. Um, and, and it's been proven that people that have no stress or less stress, they are, have a better, you know, lifestyle, you know, and they enjoy themselves better. Uh, even aging, you know, <laughs> is different. Um, so, so, but, but there, the, uh, you talked about the, uh, concept of employer employee, and you talked about uh, 40 hours a week. I mean, that's, that's really not really true hundred percent because not everybody's working 40 hours. People are working 60 hours, 50 hours. That's true. You know? Good point. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, sometimes by the, because they need the overtime sometimes because if you salary, there is no time. And so therefore you put in, you work in 24 seven, literally. I mean, in the corporate world, if you had a manager above, you know, that is nonstop. If you are, you know, a line staff, you know, you're working the hours, but most of the time the income is not enough. You're going to put some extra hours to put more, right? To get additional dollars. So at the end of the day, we're averaging more. And if you add the commute time to these jobs, forget oh, about yeah. it. We Good sleep point. about eight so hours. Then, Sorry, go ahead. No, it's okay. Go ahead. Um, I was just thinking with, that means that literally all of our waking time is yep. work. So that is so important. Our mindset and our happiness at work is our, is our life. So let's make it worth it. Let's do something great with it. Well, th- th- thank you. It's, it's funny because you said that because when in, in, I've been in the corporate world and and I, I've been leading teams. And one of the things that we try to do is like, we spend more time together than sometimes even at home. That's yeah. actually, like, that becomes almost your first family versus your actual family. And, you know, you think about how many hours you are actually at work versus how many at home, there's a chance that you're spending more time with, with your colleagues than your actual exactly. spouse or significant other, or you even kids. And, and, and that's, that's unique, but you're right. If the environment is toxic, if you're not happy, if you're not, first of all, you're not going to give, that means your performance is going to be poor. You're going to be burned out quick and probably going to be just terminated for whatever reason, or, you know, you're just going to quit because you can't take it. If not, you're going to have a toll on your health and, you know, maybe something devastating is going to happen to you mentally or physically. It's not a cool thing at all. And um, you're right. People are aware now of this. Employers are more like, I want my my people to be healthier, happier. And they are investing in their uh, employees. Well, not everybody, but but it's getting as a trend now. I mean, I've I've actually a good example. Last year I um I I had a show with with one of uh, the hypnotherapist, you know, Robert. Yeah. Robert, shout out to you. Um, you know, and we've been we've been in touch and he's done some podcasting like that we produced here. But I actually I hired him for a service for the for the team, and we did uh, six weeks of uh, hypnotherapy sessions, 
and it was educational. It was, you know, a little hypnosis in there and it, it helped, you know, the motivation of the team. It gradually helped them actually understand themselves better and do more things and be a better performers. And it was, it was a great exercise. And that was not a lot of money from a corporation's perspective, but the investment and the outcome is definitely better. And these are salespeople that are always like in a stressful environment. And so this was a, a means to help and kind of get them better. And they, everybody agreed that they've learned something out of those sessions that they can apply in their life. And that's, not, that's a true example of how it is done. Now, leaders out there, employers, you know, if you're listening, watching, you know, there's a lot of programs and your investment, if you want to succeed, the best investment is in your employees and your staff, because without them, you, you can't run. I mean, you can replace people over and over, but then you run out. I mean, today, you know, it's hard to find talent. It's hard to find talent to keep, you know, because, you know, people are tending to move to where they're going to get better, you know, not only compensation, but environments. People are big with work environment today. Uh, yes. People, if it's toxic, I, to be honest with you, I mean, we, we, we hear this, this quote all the time. People don't leave, you know, jobs, they leave bad managers and stuff and leaders, but it's, 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 culturally accepted, you know, to create some of these leaders that are wrong. And then therefore the staff, they just flee. They just they don't want to stay there anymore because of one person or a couple of people, they move on. So companies now are more aware of these things and they want to keep the talent correct. They want to keep everybody's in the right motivation and certainly reach out to, to help. And I, I love your concept where you do these, these sessions, you know, to meditation is great. As a matter of fact, talking about meditation and hypnosis, I remember me personally, 1996, you know, my boss brought in actually a, a psychologist, I think it was a psychologist, and mm -hmm. and and we did hypnosis, meditation, and all the stuff in in a classroom, you know, all of us for a couple of days, and it was it was an experience to date that I still live with. I mean, I still I enjoyed it, and I I've applied it. I mean, I as you can see, last year I did something similar because it stayed with me as an experience. It is important. I mean, if you really care about your staff. You're going to do the right thing by them and you're going to help them. And there's nothing better than helping their mindset, helping their, their, you know, psyche, helping them feel good about themselves, be more, you know, and they will be more attracted to do for you and, 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 and perform. Oh, yes. They're going to be loyal. You're going to be able to trust yeah. them. You're going to be able to know when they come in the morning, they're motivated. It's coming from internal motivation, not because they're wanting to look like they're working or something, but because they really want to. And they, they will be on purpose. They will be in a good mood. They will be loyal. They will want to get things done for the the, um, the team and for the company. They were, their brain will work better. They'll have more neuroplasticity so they can think out of the box, create solutions better. Teamwork, be able to communicate with their team in a healthy way that moves towards what they want. Yeah, it'll help so much. Just putting a tiny bit into them and to the employees well-being is going to help everybody win 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 all the way around for everybody <laughs> well, well thank you well, well first of all you're right it's win-win because here's the thing even the work that you will do to help them as an employee is going to benefit them not only at the workspace but also in their life because if they're happier they also take the positive and happiness to the families. I mean, we know yeah. people divorcing, people having attitude, people having problems with their kids and so on and so forth, because they're so stressed. They come home, they're not really in the mood and then they clash. But if they're so happy and so comfortable, 
it becomes so cool and and you know the relationships are different you're you're not actually a bad influence on everything around you like you're at, on edge i mean you're driving and you're like you know anger management you know needy <laughs> you yeah. know you need you need someone to help you immediately because you're driving behind the wheels and you're excited about everybody that is by you know passing you by so that i mean really that that's what happens yeah, when you exactly. are in that realm but if you are in a better place if you're healthier spiritually mm-hmm. physically mentally you're you're actually less you know inclined to do bad things and get a bad reaction in your life and your entourage and then hopefully because here's the thing if you're in a bad place you might react and do bad things yourself and wind up in jail dead you know in a bad place you know in a fight (laughs) god forbid and that you know we had i had shows about anger management and like sometimes people just driving and road rage right you know the the drivers behind these things can be work you know and I, i again another example i i i literally apply I've changed the way I've done my meetings. And so I never start a meeting before 10 o'clock. And my last meeting oh. would be like no later than four, three o'clock to four, the, the latest. I mean, four would be like extreme. The reason being is that I don't want people to stress up in the morning because that's what happens is they come in, they're trying to be prepared, 8 30, 9 o'clock meeting. Oh my God, I'm going to be late. And they're, they're, they're walking up like all crazy and they're just on the road like zombies. And then they get there, you're not going to get much from them. There's nothing that I can change. And people can disagree with me. We can debate this until doomsday. You know, I know it works because I've tested it and the people are better. Um, you know, the old school system, like, well, you got to show up at 830. And by the way, I did that before because I didn't know better. And then I, as I evolved, I realized that was not worth it. You know, I get better, you know, as we say, better with honey than than vinegar. That's actually, yeah. the, that's the honey. You help them, you make them feel good about it. And they'll do more. You know, I can squeeze in all the good work in four hours. And frankly, nobody's working really eight hours good. You know, let's let's be fair. You know, let's be right. real. People are in the office, there's a lot of just bullshit going on, you know, in between. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of people are on the screen, you know, doing stuff or just kind of like, you know, making meetings for, re- for no reason. But but if you want to get the real work, let's just get the real work, the real juice, and you can get more from these people. But you have to adapt and change things. But if you're not caring for your people, if you're not doing things for them to be motivated, you know, motivation is great for your staff and, and, and using your help, for example, is an awesome tool, you know, to do that. And it is, there's so many ways, you know, to do this team building. You mentioned something about team, you know, yes. people are working in silos. Like, again, I'm in the sales world and in sales, it's, it's all, you know, it's competitive and people yeah. are like, you know, I want me, but you can still work in sales environments as a sales team and still be very friendly and be, you know, coherent or working yeah. together as a unit. But that's the thing. So you have to kind of almost generate these things by, by goodwill, by making the team feel that they are part of the family and that you care about them. And believe it or not, when you do that, I, you know, I mean, people today, and I'm not saying because I, you know, I'm, I'm hyping myself. I, I maybe people tell me this just to make me feel good. I don't know, but if they did, you know, thank you for whatever it is. <laughs> but I, I can tell you that people have followed me in different companies because not because of who I am, is because I am good to them and I'm I I see them as friends, as family, and I help them. I'm always there for them. I I always say, when you're a leader, for example, you don't they don't work for you. You work for them. You mm-hmm. see, but that's yeah. that's like you know the stuff that you have to change in your strategy. If you really want to take care of your employees, like I said, this show, when we, when we first connected, I love the idea that you do this specifically for employees and you're helping those things, you know, happen for them and therefore changing their lives to a better way. And that is, that is not everybody's talking about, you know, employee mental health. 
You know, I don't I don't see a lot of discussion really? about it. I, I don't. I mean, you know, maybe there is. Yeah, but we are all human and workers are human. We and humans cannot run on empty. So if we want them to even even if it's a selfish thing for for the company's perspective, they want more productivity, it would still benefit them to just make sure their employees are okay. But of course, you know, like you said, helping them feel good inside is going to help them at work and at home. And then it's going to spread to whoever they interact with at home, their family. Um, you know, it's it's everyone's way of making a, the world a better place. You know, it's funny you saying that and I, something came to my mind. I they had they just had that new Top Gun movie. Uh, I'm not sure if you 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 I follow. didn't I don't think I saw it. I can't remember. Yeah, it just came out. And uh, and one thing in there, there's a scene about team and and how you know you kind of work with your 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 crew. Now, obviously, these are like sold like you know Air Force, like Navy, you know, pilots, and they're they're the top of the top, the elite Top Gun. And uh, so there's this scene where um, he, I guess, the commanding officer Tom Cruise, who is actually the the uh, captain, you know. He's being given the order to to build these guys for a mission that has to happen in no time, right? And they were so competitive, they hated each other, you know, first. So one day, you know, the commander is like, you know, looking for them. No one is in the classroom and they're all in the beach playing. He's like, what are you guys doing? Like, you want a team, right? This is your team. Because before that, they were all fighting against each other. They were all like, you know, who's going to be the lead? Who's going to be this? Who's going to get the mission? But there was no team built and so he took the time to give them some free will some good times and and help them it's a simple example and actually those little moments change you know how people do when you you take your team out you know just to hang out and they they can have a casual time when you when you reward them you know that way and you work with them and you give them some breaks someone needs some extra time take the time you know i mean i'm i'm a firm believer in that you know when you help you know the people to be comfortable and, and ease up on their difficulties you know, yeah. they, 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 it resonates, it, it works for them. And therefore they'll always be there for you when you need them. They'll jump if you tell them to jump, but yeah. many people don't realize that, oh, you're just a worker bee. you need you to do this. If you don't this, you get fired, you know? So, and that's the old mentality. It doesn't work, but mm-hmm. you, gotta, like you said it, they are humans. We are humans. We're all employees. As a matter of fact, we all work for ourselves. I mean, I, I believe I work for myself, never work for anybody, even though I work in a company, but, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, the employees and even the employers, you know, take the corporation, they're still run by people. And those people are also humans. And they do report to someone. The CEOs also report to the board. The board reports yeah. to the government. There's always somebody that you report to. And it takes few humans to decide whether you have a job or not have a job or whether you're going to have a happy times or no happy times. So we should all think about how that impact is and what that means to us as humans and to the performance. And you said it's selfish. Why? Well, okay. It's a business. We get it, but you, there's nothing that says we cannot have a good business growth with a good mentality and, and a support to our, you know, the, the people that we, we make it happen. Exactly. Yeah. You said it so clearly. That's so <laughs> true. So it's, it, you make it sound so logical. Yeah, of course it is logical. That's how it works. So, well, so doctor, 
Soul Spot is available right now worldwide, I'm assuming, to you. <laughs> you are yes, everywhere? Yes, it is. I do a lot on Zoom, but I'm also available to come in person. So if anyone wants to contact me, you can contact me through my website, which is spafortheSoul.com, spa, the number four, the soul.com. And you can send me a message there if you'd like your employees to have a soul spa, or if you would just like to have a, a, med- a free meditation book, chapter, video, I have uh, some freebies to give away there and, or just to learn more about it. Yeah. Spa, uh, spa for the soul.com. I also have a travel YouTube channel. So if you want to follow me for travel on my travel adventures, or I have some free meditations and trainings there too, that is soul spa travel. So just go to YouTube and type in soul spa travel and you'll find me. Well, you know, doctor, I, I want to just touch on that. Thank you for the, for, for for sharing the the where people can can work with you. And I, I believe that, as you said, with Zoom, you can be all over the world and still be able to yes. deliver. Yes. And you can do in person if they needed you. So, yeah. but, but but you talked about the travel piece. You know, I can mm-hmm. tell you personally, I work if I work three months, I got to take at least one week in between and go somewhere. And that changes how I, when I come back, I'm refreshed. I'm doing better. I'm actually ready. And and I don't feel the pressure as much because I've been breaking it down. So in a year I do a few, few, you know, trips and I yes. just kind of relax and do my thing. And then I come back. It's really great for you talking about, uh, you know, a relaxation. I mean, it's a yes. true spot for your mind and body and spirit. It, it's amazing. Yeah. So travel, you know, that you do. And I think your YouTube channel for, for the travel is definitely something that can help. And, even just looking at it and getting excited about it can help. Yes, I think so. Just having a different mindset, switching things up in your brain a little bit, that, that helps a lot. Yeah. So when I, uh, when I worked at a, a certain location and I would take some time off to travel, whenever I came back, I would be so productive. I would do so much because I was fresh and I was in a really good place. And then I would come and have so much to give. So whether you're traveling across the world or whether you're traveling in your spirit by watching travel videos or um, just taking care of yourself so that you come refreshed, that's, that's the key to it. And there's one little thing I wanted to leave you with, with when it comes to affirmations and things you say in the morning, or it could be your purpose or whatever. Um, it is nice to start with, you could start small, start with something even very basic, as long as you believe it about yourself or about the world, it can be very, very small. And then from there it grows. So you don't have to, um, you don't have to go from zero to 100 immediately. You can just take baby steps, the next right step with that. (laughs) All right. Well, so, so I was going to ask, you know, what would be uh, a good advice for our audiences (laughs) since we're coming to the the show? Uh, I, I, I will take that. that. I mean, do, is there anything you want to add that's just a direct, you know, advice to the people? I think just, I feel like I've told you to do a lot, but just be yourself. If there's any way to show yourself some love, compassion, you don't have to be perfect. Just it help. It'll help you just to show yourself some grace and love and compassion today. That's all right. All. All right. Well, doctor, it, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for being with us today. I, you know, had a great time. 
the hour went by fast. <laughs> it did. I can't believe it. Yes. It's been a pleasure for me too. This has been very interesting and very fun talking to you. Thank you for having me, Hurricane H. No, thank you. And there, There is a, a time delay. I think it's later. I mean, over there, I, I think, right? Yes, it is 11 p.m. right now. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're in the future. <laughs> I mean, the future looks bright. Don't worry. Uh, so I was going to ask. So thank you for clarifying. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a joke I have always when I, I do time differences. You know, it's either I'm in the past or in the future. So it's it, and it's real. I mean, it's I sound it sounds weird, but it's real because you're really in, in the future. You're already there. Well, listen, keep keep up the great work out there and enjoy the world. And, uh, you know, hey, listen, you never know. Maybe I, I, the next opportunity I have, you know, at a, an employer, I will seek your 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 help. And maybe we can have you come on and, and do some work with our teams there. Okay. Please do. Yeah, that sounds fun. Wonderful. Thank you so much again, Hurricane H, for having me. This has been a great hour talking with you. I've really enjoyed it. My pleasure. And so, folks, I hope you enjoyed our show today. Uh, I'm Hurricane H. We'll be talking soon. New Danish show, new topic. Bye for now.